0: The Poetry of American Politics Hello and welcome to the American Circus Program, a podcast aimed at what is unique about issues from the American perspective. Our goal on the show is to expose personalities, issues, and truths, and have you judge them as heroes, as rebels, and as bums. That's the Three Ring American Circus, and I'm Arnie Pickholz. They closed the college for the day. Police everywhere, TV semis parked and hooked up, golf carts scurrying about taking messages from security to tickets to setups back to security, logos projected and printed, mics, podiums, moving robot cameras, temporary chain link fencing surrounding the venue, a theater complete with body scanners and cops watching with suspicious eyes. The theater was filling with young and old. Police fraternity members, wide-eyed students, conservatives, liberals, suits and dresses, no shorts, no handbags, no iPads or fanny packs, no book bags, cameras or mics. Offensive t-shirts and placards lined the entrance to the parking lot. Police were firm and kept them all on the perimeter. The large TV cameras were set, two in the center, one on each side, and traveling constantly, moving cameras on the stage, moving back and forth from one plexiglass podium to the other. A small table was set for the press to ask stinging questions, and a singular podium for the moderator, a local newscaster. A flag graphic waved in the silence that the techies checked and rechecked, and a photographer with two or three cameras raised each one silently to his face. Decision. What is your agenda? Ask, and you shall receive. I deserve it. It's about me. Screw anyone else. I'm protecting whom? Police. Mothers. The planet. The air. Workers and non-workers. Potential workers. Students. Parents. Teachers. Janitors. Sons and daughters of janitors and bartenders. We're all here to decide. Greetings, welcomes, good lucks. Here we go, candidates front and center. Give us your best side. Be stern, be bold, be decisive. Use your hands and fingers, shake your head. Be truthful, factual, cagey, and moral. And for God's sake, be American. Let's talk clouds, rain, tornado, hurricane, wildfires, destruction. Wondering how to dig out.
1: Three weeks ago tomorrow, Hurricane Ian hit Florida as one of the five most powerful storms to make landfall in the U.S. What federal action is needed starting now to protect Florida from sea levels projected to rise a foot or more in less than 30 years while more frequent monster storms threaten our lives and livelihoods?
2: I grew up in Florida, so I know all too well the devastating effects that hurricanes can cause on our state. And number one, we have got to get serious about climate change.
3: You ask about the hurricanes. Unfortunately, if you're in public service in Florida, you won't be here
2: long before you're
3: dealing with hurricanes, and we've done so consistently throughout my time in public service, and unfortunately, uh, back in 2017, we had devastating storms, 2018 as well, and now uh, the devastation and destruction that we're still calculating. I outlined last week, a very specific plan, obviously it's preliminary, on all the sorts of things that we're gonna need help on. Cash, credit, budget, survival, inflation. A Federal Reserve Bank of San
1: Francisco analysis shows injecting trillions of dollars in pandemic relief into this economy caused up to 3% of what is approaching a 9% U.S.
3: inflation rate. And it's worse in Florida. What can you do to help families now? Well, I think the first thing we have to stop start doing is stop spending that kind of money. We had already done two pa- pandemic reliefs. This came on top of it. And they were warned. The Democrats were warned by Larry Summers, by other Democrat economists. You do this, you're going to fire up inflation. So that's number one. Number two is we've got to begin to produce American oil again.
2: Of course, the senator who has never run anything at all but his mouth would know nothing about helping people and being there for people when they are in trouble. There were some problems in the CARES Act with the Paycheck Protection Program that you love to take credit for. Some say it was poorly written. Some say it didn't help the people that it was supposed to, didn't save the jobs that it was supposed to, but you played politics, Senator, and you did not do that. Your number one job as a United States Senator is to protect the health, safety, and well-being of the American people.
3: Yeah, a couple things. First of all, we passed the Paycheck Protection Plan. When Democrats were sitting at home in the House, they were in their pajamas doing Zoom calls, and we were in the Capitol. And we were working in the Capitol to solve real problems. The Paycheck Protection Program was a bipartisan victory. If we hadn't put that plan together, and we had to do it very quickly in a Capitol that had no staff, we had to put it together in three or four days, bipartisan. It got unanimous support, including the Congresswoman who voted, I guess, remotely or whatever they did. Because the truth of the matter is that if we hadn't done
2: that, we would have had a meltdown. That's not true. I know the senator, look, and and I'm really disappointed in you, Marco Rubio, because I don't, I think there was a time when you did not lie in order to win. I don't know what happened to you. You know that is not true. My first term in in the United States House, I passed legislation to help law enforcement officers with mental health programs. Number two, in terms of the tax you know what we did in
3: 2017? Do you know why today in Florida and across the country, working parents have a double child tax credit from what they used to have? Because I single-handedly got it passed.
0: Is your business your business? What happens in grandma's house stays in grandma's house. Or do you, Mr. Citizen, have a right into another's personal business? Abortion.
3: That, yeah, point, it it does, that point, is made. That point of is, is made,
1: we're going to move on.
0: And, and by that's the, the way, the l- lying true. and the How cheating, the lying will be, the, the lying
3: go on
1: is going to next now, next is be fact-checked. I'm, I'm not sure where I'm cheating or stealing. The on next topic, there. and the question goes to you, Senator. All
3: right,
1: great. In an August interview, Senator, you said, quote, abortion is the killing of an unborn human being, and that you do not believe the dignity and the worth of human life is tied to the circumstances of their conception. You've now signed on to fellow Senator Lindsey Graham's bill for a national abortion ban. My question to you specifically is: If reelected, if your vote can make a federal abortion ban, with no exceptions, the law of the land, will you vote yes?
3: Number one, I'm 100% pro-life because I—not because I want to deny anyone the rights, but because I believe that innocent human life is worthy of the protection of our laws. That said every bill i've ever sponsored on abortion every bill i've ever voted for has exceptions the extremist on abortion in this campaign is congresswoman demings she supports no restrictions no limitations of any kind she voted against the four-month. she's against the four month ban she voted against the five month ban she supports taxpayer funded abortion on demand for any reason at any time
2: up until the moment of birth senator how gullible do you really think florida voters are number one you have been clear that you support no exceptions, even including rape and incest. Now as a police detective who investigated cases of rape and incest, no Senator, I don't think it's okay for a 10 year old girl to be raped and have to carry the seed of her rapist. And to sit over, or to stand over there and say that I support, don't support abortions up to the time of birth is just a lie. But to help protect the life of the mother, which you looked at that like it was just, well, kind of a, well, that's kind of a side issue. A child that's born alive
3: after a failed abortion, it happened 11 times in Florida in 2017, it happened eight times in 2020, a child on a failed abortion born alive. And we had doctors in America, that refused
2: to treat or provide medical care to a child born alive. What we know is that the senator supports no exceptions. He can make his mouth say anything today. He's good at that, by the way. What day is it and what is Marco Rubio saying? Murder,
0: murder everywhere. If we can't protect our children, is anything worth protecting? Is anyone worth protecting? Are we a violent nation?
1: Are we a violent species? How close are we? to chaos. Five days ago, the Parkland mass shooter who killed 17 people at Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School avoided the death penalty. That shooter and the killer who took eight lives at an Indiana FedEx facility last year were both 19 years old when they killed the killers in this year's mass shootings in Buffalo, and Uvalde, Texas, were both 18. All used legally purchased AR-style rifles. In the nationally televised scene in town hall three days after the Parkland massacre, You said, quote, if you are 18 years of age, you should not be able to buy a rifle. I will support a law that takes that right away. Would you still support that federal law?
3: Let me tell you why that law doesn't work and why that proposal doesn't work. So that's why one of the first things I did when I got back to Washington is I sponsored a bipartisan red flag law styled after Florida, not the crazy one they just passed, a real red flag law that would allow the police department to go before a judge and remove your guns if they can prove that you are a danger. The one they passed allows some coworker that doesn't like you to go to some liberal judge and take away your Second Amendment rights. That what you said in 2018 is not what you believe is the solution today.
2: You know, people who are the families of victims of gun violence just heard that, and they're asking themselves, what in the hell did he just say? And yet, you've done nothing nothing to help address gun violence and get dangerous weapons out of the hands of dangerous people our primary responsibility is the safety of floridians and senator 24 years in elected office and you have not yet risen to that occasion and then when asked about it you say something that makes no sense
3: all right congressman thank you the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, the Americans have a Second Amendment right to protect themselves. They have, and, and, and these killers that are out there, if they're intent on killing as they are, they have found multiple ways to get a hold of weapons and cause mass destruction. Just the other day, he used a shotgun, which would have been covered by any of these restrictions. They want the California red flag law that allows your coworker has a grudge against that's, you, and can go to a judge and take away your gun. F- that I'll
2: never support. Every time we talk about responsible gun ownership and and legislation that could help protect lives, you pull the Second Amendment out. How long will you watch people being gunned down in first grade, fourth grade, high school, college, church, synagogue, a grocery store, a movie theater, a mall, and a nightclub and do nothing?
3: The truth, today, you go to the Department of Homeland Security website and there's a clearinghouse. She's gonna mock it, she shouldn't because the idea came from a Parkland father And there's a clearinghouse there that basically tells schools, for example, this is what works for safety and this is what doesn't.
2: But Senator Rubio thought that he could reduce this very critical issue to supporting a clearinghouse on the Homeland Security website. And he thought he would get a pass for the mass shootings that we've had in our state and doing nothing significant to do anything about it. Your primary responsibility, Senator, is to protect the safety of the people that you represent. We just
3: passed a bill they wanted and there was a shooting a week later and a, a week after that.
0: Look at America. Whose face do you see? It's the face of every man and every woman. Where do they come from? How do they get to where is their destiny? How do they get to where they can be and who they are? Is that what makes America great.
1: Look inside and out and find balance, equality, and freedom. This week, the Biden administration changed its policy. Now Venezuelans who crossed the southern border will be sent back to Mexico and banned from ever applying for asylum in this
3: country. Do you support that? You mean Joe Biden just instituted Trump's return to Mexico policy? You know how many people have entered our country illegally since Joe Biden took over as president? Five million. You know how many have entered this country just in the last 12 months? two million, 80 of them on the terror watch list. At least, according to the most generous numbers, at least 1%,
2: meaning 20,000, with serious criminal violations in their record. We are a nation of laws. I've enforced them for 27 years. Despite what the senator wants you to believe, he's living in fantasy land. I've enforced them. And we need to make sure that the men and women at the borders have the resources that they need. We're a nation of laws. But we also, we have to enforce the law, but we also obey the law that says people who are in trouble can seek asylum in this country. Number one, the only one who's insulted the people working the border are Joe Biden and
3: Democrats who accused them of whipping Haitian migrants, and that turned out not to be true. She talks about more processors. I want you to think about what that means. What that means is now when someone crosses the border, turns himself in, claims asylum, they're usually held in detention for two to three days while they process it. What she's arguing is,
2: let's hire more processors so we can get them through faster. If we have more processors and they don't meet the standard for asylum seekers, you send them back. Those who need to be turned back, those who are breaking the law, from those who are asylum seekers. Senator, enforce the law, but also obey the law as well.
3: Which boots does she want on the ground? She was against National Guard deployment. They demonized the Border Patrol. And they talk about processors. Who, de- who are de- you
2: talking about, Senator? Well, your party. Who demonized the... You have. And your party has, That's Congresswoman. Absolutely look, true. Look, and let me look. tell you something else it's that an- they've done. Look. Here's the
3: other thing Would they've done. They talk about more processors. willing to do anything to win senators? They talk about more processors. Okay? So, people, everybody. <laughs> is, the Biden administration, all you have to do is say At the this magic
1: point. Voice,
0: you're Ukraine. Your leader is so beautiful and smart and funny, and he has a way to show the truth. Can we see right from wrong through tainted glasses? What is clear is caught in details of greed, arrogance, psychosis, paranoia, power, absolute power, military power, pow pow power of guns, drones, and the end of the world. A vote. More powerful than a bomb. More powerful than you and me. It is everything, to everyone, everywhere. Is gerrymandering a sin, a crime, a tactic? Is it cheating, lying, scheming? Should it be against the law? Well, depends on who you are and where you live. And so the political season drags on. And you get to vote twice, once as a response to our questions And these candidates, are they heroes? Are they saints? Are they bums? Send your vote to arnepick at comcast.net. And, as a second option, get out and vote for your candidate of choice. This is Arnie Pickholz for the American Circus, and have a great day.